Welcome to the Life on Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Amy Debrick, and I'm so glad you're here. As you know, purpose gives you confidence, confidence that you know what you're doing and why you're doing it, even if you haven't figured out how to do it yet. Purpose provides certainty that what you're doing does matter. And when you act with purpose, you project strength, authority, and authenticity. Because of that, I am so excited to share season four with you and all the tools, resources, and shared wisdom that will help you build and keep the confidence and self-esteem you need to be brave and also to live the life God has for you. Being confident about our purpose helps us stay in our lane and eliminates comparisons. Now, if you are looking for some one-on-one coaching to help break down self-doubt and rebuild your self-esteem, be sure to schedule a free discovery call with me today. You can access that link on my website at amydebrick.com. But for now, let's get started. Well, good morning, friends. I am so excited this morning on the Life on Purpose podcast to have Candace Kofer. Uh, we had to review that before because I <laughs> my innate reaction was wanting to say Koffer. So good morning, Candace. I'm thrilled to have you with me. Good morning. I'm so, so glad to be here. Well, Candace has a bunch of stuff that we're going to talk about with her today, but the main message is the good day. Which, um, you know, now that with coaching women and one of the things that I think I get asked most often is, and I talked about it a little bit this week on social media, is how do I stop getting out of my own head? You know, we have so many plates that we're spinning. We are a lot of things to a lot of people. And sometimes we, it's hard to have a good day because we, um, we can't see out of our, ourselves. And so I want to talk uh, to you about that today because that is your specialty. So um, (laughs) before we dig in, though, can you just give the listeners just a little bit of background um, of your Good Day podcast and all the work that you do and how you ended up here where you are today? Yes. You know, I don't know if it's really my specialty, but it is definitely the journey that I've been on. And it's been really neat to get to invite people along with me. But where it really started, you know, I grew up in Texas and now I'm in Oklahoma City and working for a software company. And my boss one day asked, you know, how do you measure a good day? And just being the type A that I am, I was really just like, you know, well, if I have some great conversations with people, but also just really productivity. Um, how much did I get done today? And when I'm driving home, that's what I would be thinking about. And it wasn't until years later that I was reflecting back on that conversation and just really thought, you know, what if it's not about being so productive and getting so much done? And I remembered this poem and that I'd read years before that really stood out to me. And it talked about having strength in the morning, peace in the evening, and joy in between. And being okay with all the uncertainties that life has, that we don't have to know everything um, to move forward confidently. And I thought, you know what, that would be such a big shift for me if I stopped measuring the day by how productive I was, but by the strength, the joy, and the peace that I found in learning how to rest in him. And so that is the basis of the good day. And that is how I'm learning to measure my day. And um, it's just been such an incredible journey. But yes, I did not at all expect to be doing this at all. But now I can't see myself doing anything else. But it really grew. I mean, I guess it was fall of 2019. I felt like the Lord had impressed upon my heart that he was going to use me as an author. And that just seemed ridiculous. 
um, <laughs> um, in every way because I mean, I was, like I said, I was working as a product manager for a software company and I was writing a user story, which is just how we're going to solve this problem for this user using software. And I felt like God just impressed upon my heart. I mean, it was just this weight that I could not deny that it was him and just said, one day you're going to write stories for me. And um, I thought, well, okay, God, like I just lifted my hands right there. It's like, okay, if that's what you want, I'll do it. But I don't know anything about that. So you're going to have to show me. And um, gosh, I am normally so driven. Like I said, that I'm like going to the next step that like that seems so ridiculous and out of reach that I didn't even know the next step to take. So I just kind of put it in the back pocket, like, okay, maybe one day this will happen. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it, then fast forward to March and it was right there at the cusp of quarantine and a relationship had ended. And God really used that valley in my life. I was just heartbroken over it, but I committed 40 days to prayer. Um, and, you know, I had always grown up in church. I knew about fasting for 40 days, but I'd never done it myself. Um, and it wasn't just, you know, my like knees down on prayer all day long. It wasn't like that. I mean, I was still working remotely during that time, normal life, but instead of watching TV, I would just pray and I wrote down prayers. And um, by the end of that, I reflected back. I took a Saturday just on the back porch and read through all of them. And I was just amazed that God had led me to write my first book, that there was this thread that ran through the whole thing of prayer to praise to promise. And I shared it with a couple of friends whose circumstances were drastically different than mine. And it was really a book about learning to find him as our comfort um, because we chase all these false comforts, but learning to really seek him. And um, whenever they finished their 40 days and, you know, called back, one was just bawling um, about how much it had wrecked her and another same. And she said, you should start a blog. And I said, no way. <laughs> I used to make fun of people who blogged. I always thought they were kind of weird. And <laughs> truth is, is that we are weird, um, but it's just because we're passionate <laughs> And so I wrestled with that the whole summer, um, but I had this deep piece of you will do this just as soon as you get over yourself. And mm -hmm. I mean, I'd been off social media for four and a half years, so I had no desire to really put myself out there again, but I knew that that would be a necessary step in doing this. And uh, I was on a flight to visit a friend and just was journaling. And that's when the idea of the good day came to me. I wrote my first post right there. And I just thought, okay, God, if this is what you want me to do, this is what I'll do. Um, but, you know, just shaking and trembling that whole first baby step of faith. And that's what it's just been. It's been one baby step after another, after another. And now the little blog um, has grown into a podcast and just really organically had a listener wanting to, or a reader at that time, wanting another way to engage with it. And so then it grew into a podcast and yeah, continuing to continuing to grow and expand. But um, really, it's just been it's changed my life. And I really, can't, like I said, can't see myself doing anything else. Mm. We have so many similarities in our story. And gosh, isn't it? It is so frightening for anybody who has ever um, not done a blog or submitted a piece when you're putting out your your work and your heart. <laughs> to the masses. It's such a frightening experience. Once you hit that sun button and you're like, ah, who's going to reject me here. Um, yes. but 
um, there's something to be said for that. And I think, uh, you know, not just the obedience piece, because, you know, you, you know, God had laid that on your heart and you followed through with it, but also the getting outside of ourselves. I think, you know, for me, pride was always a, a big issue um, mm-hmm. in not following uh, God's direction in my life, because mm-hmm. we have certain expectations and things that we think should happen and in the manner that they should be happening. And so it's easier to just kind of follow that until mm-hmm. um, it goes nowhere or, or we fall on our face or however that looks. Um, and right. sometimes it can even be successful, but we still have that nagging, uh, you know, uh, desire that we know we should be doing something different. So um, I applaud you for following that because I know how challenging it can be. And I, and I think because I work with uh, women and trying to encourage them to develop this shift in mindset, which is really what you did. You know, you changed that. You were able to see from the journaling that you did, the the prayers and all of that during that time of fasting, um, you were able to see the direction of your thoughts and 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 really also how to maintain that for your every day and which in turn develops the good day. I mean, I think a lot of times what happens is we do without thinking, um, say to ourselves, well, today was a good day. And this is why this is what I accomplished. This is what I got done. And I think, um, the missing piece. And one of the things that I I like to redirect women with is taking that because I think without it, we, we get caught up on that hamster wheel, Um, and like you said, you know, next thing, you know, it's, it's a a day, a week, a month, a years later, and we are just gauging good days by our productivity when in fact we can have a good day every day. And I love that you use, I think it was strength, peace and enjoy you, but one of the words that's not in there is happiness. I think we create our happiness by accepting the, the things that occur during our day and turn those into happiness. You know, we can find joy in all kinds of circumstances. It doesn't mean that everything is happy and good and well. It's just, what are we going to do with these small occurrences and situations within our day to make it a good day? Yeah. Well, and happiness, it is so external. It is the things outside of us and there's nothing wrong with, you know, experiencing happiness, but joy is internal. Mm -hmm. And so, like you said, it's despite those circumstances that we can have joy, even when everything around us is really awful. Um, And there's been times in my life. And I mean, really, truly that 40 days of prayer was that, and that God led me to that. And I think for so long, I resisted the valleys and I really wanted to just kind of hop over them. My faith was a lot like Mario Kart. You know, I just thought I could run as fast as I could and just like jump over these valleys. And so I really worked on like just becoming this perfectionist and, uh, you know, making all the right decisions and then everything will just be happy and good. And no matter how hard I tried, you know, the pain still came, hard times still came, trials still came. And so I really learned now that it's through those valleys that we will experience those, but it's through those valley, valleys that we do come to know Jesus even more and the comfort that only he can give. And so it, I feel like it was no accident that God led me into that wilderness, you know, and it's the same 
with Jesus right before his mission and his ministry started that God led him, the spirit led him to the wilderness. And it wasn't so he would be at his weakest before he was tempted by Satan, but so that he'd be strengthened. And that 40 days, it truly was this time of strengthening for me, even though the circumstances, there was just so much loss and pain and sadness, but inside I was being strengthened and I was being renewed. And I love what you said about, you know, overthinking in this time of year. And we can, we can overthink and um, we want to live this good day. We want a good life. There's not one of us who wakes up and thinks, I don't want to, you know, I hope I don't have a good day. You know, no one thinks that, but how do we do that? And I think, like you said, it's, we have to remove the distractions. So maybe that's 40 days, but maybe that's even just in our morning, you know, starting our morning off with I like to start mine off with a walk, um, you know, and just kind of remove some distractions, get some time just with the Lord, um, what that looks like right. can be different for all of us. Well, and I think you're right. I think that's the key. So today we're talking about your experience, but it really needs to be something that is a personal thing that we develop and we figure out on our own, but you can't get there until you take that intentional pause to find out, you know, what is it, what, what is it going to take for me to get to this mindset shift? I think, you know, now that we're in 2023, you know, resolutions are huge. You know, we want to, we're going to do this, we're going to do that or whatever, but really I think, um, I think you're going to set yourself up for success, or at least that's the encouragement that I give the women that I coach. If we have realistic expectations and goals, and we do have a a foundational level of always finding joy. Uh, One of the things that I was able to do to kind of get out of my own way and is that we had this a small opportunity in our community. And it was just like, somebody had reached out to me and was like, Hey, would you be willing to purchase a a tree and decorate it and donate it for, you know, a family, we're going to be, you know, raffling them off and, and giving them away. And all the proceeds are going to go to this local, um, uh, it's called the opportunity shop, which was something that I was a part of and volunteered with my kids for years. And, and it was the best gift And it seems like, oh gosh, you know, this was one of those, another added things now I have to do. And, but what really, what it did was it allowed me to, to stop the overthinking of the unnecessary things, which is what we do. We want perfection, right? We want to be, we want to be the best for everybody. And we want to give the best to everybody, but sometimes we do ourselves a huge disservice. And so rather than keep down that rabbit <laughs> rabbit hole that I was on, I'm okay. like, this is a great, this is a great opportunity for me. And I think those are the t- things that we need to start regularly seeking out, find those moments where you can pause, you can stop. And I think when you do that also, that's when you're able to give a great, a best yes like this. You know, this was a, a one of my best yeses because I was able to see the opportunity. Had I just, you know, hunkered down and not even allowed that email to come through or answer it or really engage with that person, <clears throat> I may have just got in my own way. And I think a lot of times it's not a purposeful thing, but it needs to be a purposeful thing to seek the time and find those opportunities. So we are able to flip our self-talk and find the good days because, you know, everything could go bad, but you could say, okay, well, the sun is out today. You know, I was able to get five minutes to myself outside, get some fresh air today. 
you know, it's really perspective, right? It's what we, we want to see and what we, um, what we are allowing ourselves to see. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think too, that joy is very much based on the present that we must be present to experience joy. Otherwise it's just like, we can remember joyful times, but to experience it right here, right now, we have to be present ourselves. And so, like you said, like removing those distractions, stepping into that momentary pause, realizing even if it's with an email, I love how practical that is, you know, because how many times are we thinking of a million things? We've got all these tabs open in our minds, you know, we got to really focus in and see why did this come to me today? And really step in, step into that. And also with the resolutions, you know, one thing that's really helped me because I am the type that like would create, you know, I'm going to do all these things the first <laughs> year. I'm cutting out sugar. I'm, you know, working out every day. I'm doing, you know, like I'm going to read my Bible more, like a million things. And then, you know, two weeks in, I'm lucky if I'm still doing one of them. And then I've cut out sugar so long that now I feel like I need a reward. You know? <laughs> and it's, it was just this, I could not win and um, I could not be successful with it. And so one thing that I started doing, it was whenever I was teaching, I actually had a principal that led us um, through a study about choosing one word. And I know that's fairly common, but that has really um, helped me simplify it and not overthink even the goals that I want to do and how I want to better myself and improve is just praying about one word and that God would have me lean into for that year. And this year, it's interesting that you say the best yes, because this year, my one word has been no. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's been so hard. It's actually, um, I thought it would be freeing, um, but it really is hard because it's about setting boundaries and, um, you know, and that's hard to do. I've learned a lot about that. But also what's crazy is that it's the year that I got to say, yes, I got engaged this year. And just to see like the contrast in that and like saying no to these other things so that my priorities could be um, really highlighted and through it. And so, um, but each year, you know, December, this last couple of weeks is usually my time to set aside and really pray through what is my word for this next year and then lean into that. And it's amazing how usually the pre the preconception that I have about it, it completely changes. And it's like, Oh, this was a big challenge. This, you know, affected not every area of my life, you know, financial, emotional, spiritual, physical. Um, but to really see that play out, it's been really powerful. Yeah. I love that because I do think you have to establish a good set of no's to mm-hmm. really um, receive your best yeses. So congratulations on that. I'm, I'm super excited to hear that, but you know, had you not been able to say no to many other things, you know, you just don't know what yeses you're going to be missing in that process. Mm-hmm. And boundaries are so important. That's another, that's a message for, um, February is going to be boundaries. That's mm-hmm. one of those, yeah. <clears throat> one of those really hard, but challenging things that we all really need to just get a handle on. I feel like, um, mm-hmm. but Candace, before we wrap up this conversation, cause I feel like I could talk to you all day, especially on this <laughs> topic, um, where can people find you and connect with you on the good day? I know you have, I believe merchandise and some other yes. things there. So share a little bit about that. Yes, absolutely. So it's just my website. It's candacecofer.com. And I'm sure we can share a link in the show notes for that yes. too. Um, and then also Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. I have a channel. It's called Let's Try That. And so that's really part of this journey is getting out of myself um, and, you know, working on stepping out even um, when I'm afraid to try something new. This whole writing journey has been that, but it, just more tangibly. Um, 
and I'm always looking, that's just my personality too. I'm always looking for something new to try and learn. And so a lot of times it'll be like a new bouquet. It'll be, um, trying, oh goodness. Um, this December, I'm trying a new shirt. I saw when I was shopping in New York city with my mom, I saw this really pretty cashmere sweater and on it, it said, love is the message. And that just really hit me, but the sweater was $400. (laughs) And so I was like, um, probably not, but maybe I can do a DIY on that. And so, and I don't sew, but we're going to try that and see how it goes. So YouTube is really fun. And then also, um, anywhere you listen to podcasts, it's the good day with Candace Kofer. And so I would just love to have you on this journey with me and um, just engage with you too. Yeah. Well, Candace, so before we wrap up here, can you just share one good day practice with our listeners? Yes. You know, I'm trying to think for the first of the year, you know, this whole last year, we've been going through the Bible 101 series that was on my heart to really lean into and um, not necessarily to push my beliefs onto you, but to help make the Bible easier to understand so that you can make an informed decision about what you believe. I think a lot of times we're intimidated to get into scripture for ourselves. We lean on what our pastor says or what this podcast says, but really um, God wants a personal relationship with us. And, you know, what I found is that it can really begin with just five minutes a day, you know, and it's that pause that you talked about having that intentional pause and practically speaking, just bring that into your day with five minutes, get into scripture. If you need a little bit of support, you know, there are episodes to help through that. I walk through what the story, what's going on in the Bible, and then give um, suggested reading for five minutes a day each day. But that would be my encouragement to you this year is to spend five minutes a day in the word. And if you get off track, that's okay. And um, it is, we're not seeking perfection, but we're just trying, you know, even just a goal of being in it four minutes, four days a week, that that is proven to really uh, make a difference in our spiritual growth. And so it's not about, you know, being hard on ourselves when we miss it, but just getting right back into it. Thank you so much, Candace. I love our conversation. I love everything that you're doing and keep us posted on all the yes. updates and highlights with this wedding. Um, yes. That's so exciting. So um, yes. thank you so much for the message that you're sharing. You're really impacting lives in a major way with, with your perspective. And so I appreciate that. Well, Amy, thank you so much for having me. I also say the same for you. I just love everything you're doing and this message about overthinking it's preaching to me. And so I need it just as much as everyone else. So thank you so much. Well, friend, that's it for me today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, please consider rating, reviewing, or subscribing to the Life on Purpose podcast so I can continue spreading encouragement and confidence. And if you haven't already, I would love if you would grab a copy of our book, Embolden. Embolden is an encouragement journal that I co-wrote with my oldest daughter, and its purpose is to meet women where they are today, but to not leave them there. So until next time, keep living your life on purpose, and God bless. Thank you.